I wanted a career in which everything would matter. So I joined the CIA, and now I help protect our families, our friends, and every fellow American. Find out how everything you do in your career can impact our nation. Visit CIA.gov careers to learn more and apply. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day. You fight with my body. Good morning, TBV. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, fight fans? What is up, boxing world? We are back with another one. It is Tuesday morning, 9 a.m. here on the East Coast, sunny, sunny Florida. What's up with you and you and you? I hope y'all lit it up. If not... Come on, let's go ahead and do that. Let's go ahead and do that. Get in that right mood. You see, that's in a great mood. Let's see. Where I do, baby? Where I do, baby? Saka. Yo, that's my new song. What up, though, man? Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's going on with everybody? We're here to talk the welterweights, the big welterweights, the big fish, the orca, the pound for pound star. You know, one one and the other, right? Because one is the big fish and the orca. The other one is like the pound for pound star. And they both announced. Yo, we got a fucking sick month in October. Let me just tell y'all something y'all might not know. Because again, I do all the stalking. You do all the listening, right? So on today's stalker report, looks like we got Wilder Fury, Lopez Camboso, Tank in about, Crawford in about, Linares in about, Haney Diaz have agreed to October, November. So, damn, we got a lot of fights in October coming, man. Like, if all these fights take place, that's a lot of fighters in October. So, I don't know. Is Tank going to be still be on pay-per-view if Wilder Fury's on pay-per-view? You know, because I know Cambrosos, that ain't on pay-per-view. Tank uh, uh, Crawford, he ain't on pay-per-view. Haney Davis, they, that won't be on pay-per-view. So, are we getting a Tank... And a Wilder pay-per-view. That's one thing to think about. Now, if they give Crawford a sexy enough opponent, is that pay-per-view? What if he gets the Ugas fight? Is that pay-per-view? What if he gets a Thurman fight? Is that pay-per-view? I don't think there's anybody on his side or free agent that can develop a pay-per-view with Crawford, really. I mean, Castillo, uh, Castillo Clayton? 
Would y'all pay for that? I don't know. So I, I we might be on a safe side with Crawford announcing that he's returning in October. It might not be pay-per-view. I know there's been heavy rumors of Sepera. I doubt the Bob father, <laughs> you know, tries to, to test our chin out and, and put Crawford and Sepera on pay-per-view. So we're we're pretty much safe, but we definitely got two to decide whether we're buying or watching both. And that's Wilder Fury and Tank Davis. Um, who's Tank going to fight? You know, Mayweather said that they were really interested in Jojo Diaz, which kind of sucks. They've only showed interest in Jojo once. Jojo showed interest in Devin. And it just seems like Devin is the dude that keeps getting robbed for the big name opponent by the bigger name, A-side. So... Uh, who will Crawford be facing in October? You know, uh, and 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 we're talking Earl Spence saying he's gonna retire Manny Pacquiao. This should upset some um, you know boxing fans. Uh, can he retire Manny Pacquiao? And he also says he still wants that Bud Crawford fight. Who, like I said, Terence Crawford announced on his social media he'll be back real soon. Now, how soon is real soon? He put the shh emoji so shh don't tell nobody i'm back even though i'm telling you i'm back right that made no sense don't tell nobody i'm back even though i'm back and then he put three flexing emojis so um it could be soon it could be really soon that he's uh you know gonna be back according to him and uh we'll see what sort of opponent it'll be uh right now i don't think anyone is expecting anything uh extremely sexy for Crawford uh, due to the situation. You know, we all understand that he's with top rank and, and he wants out of that. Um, or at least that's what we want. We want for him to leave uh, and, 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 and test the waters with another promoter. See what else he could be offered as a free agent or something like that. Um, it'll serve him better to try and navigate at least for a few fights uh as a Canelo Alvarez is doing, you know, uh, be free from network to allow for the biggest fight. Um, I don't know what's that big fight, man. I really don't. I really don't know what's that big fight. Uh, at this point, if you're going to do Sepera, I'm pretty sure would we all be more happy with Regis if he did Sepera? If he did Sepera, like, would we be like, no, do Regis? You know what I mean? It's a question we got to ask ourselves because Regis is out here. He, he He's available, you know. He's available if you want to fight. It looks like he's he's willing and able, you know. Uh, leave it to some websites. He's not happy in his relationship with Bob Arum. Oh, excuse me, with PBC, according to the rumors. So uh, I'm sure he'll jump at this opportunity. And plus, there was a lot of heat. When he was undefeated, he used to come for Crawford. He used to say he was going to be the guy to beat Crawford. Obviously, that's changed now. Um, but interesting to see if they can make something like that happen. You know? That's not a that's not a bad fight for Crawford. I think we would accept that one more than we would Cepeda. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'll leave that to you guys to let me know. Is um, Cepeda a better option than... Regis, who's available, right? Like, I know Regis posted yesterday that he's going to be announcing his date with Mikey real soon, but I don't even know if I believe that. I don't know if you guys seen that on his social media, but honestly, I don't know that I believe 
he and Mikey is next. Mikey's looking, you know, big as a house out here. So I'm just not sure. Um, is he going to take that fight? And when Mikey, when you're thinking of Mikey, Mikey was looking for, you know, a, a Pacquiao fight. Is he going to be comfortable now? Jumping into a Regis Progray fight? Uh, you know, I mean, his heart and mind was set on something completely different. Um, something a lot bigger, uh, a lot more, I guess, fan-friendly uh, or casual fan-friendly. So, very, very interesting, man. Woke up to some interesting news this morning, you know. Uh, like I said, Regis announcing that, that he and Mikey uh, will get a date and venue soon. I don't know. Do I believe it? Waking up to Terrence Crawford saying that, you know, he's going to be back real soon versus who is my question. You know, and then waking up to Earl Spence saying he's going to retire Manny Pacquiao when, uh, I don't know, he hasn't got a knockout in his last three, right? Mikey, Porter, Danny, no knockouts. So, I mean, I guess you don't have to knock somebody out to retire him. You could, you could really put a, put a beating on him. Right? And make them not want to fight no more. Make them realize, damn, I, I just lost a step. I'm not fast enough. Just not fast enough to hang with the big boys, with the Earl Spencers of the world. Could be a possibility. Could be a possibility. You know, I woke up to the Espinosa article. Uh, remember, remember, we did the show, and, you know, I got a lot of hate because I, I switched on Canelo because I had been told that there was a three-fight deal. So now Espinosa's come out and confirmed that he wanted to make Canelo versus Benavidez, Crawford, I mean Benavidez, Caleb, and Charlo. And uh, he's even throwing in the Earl Spence. It sounds like he heard our episode. I mean, obviously it's the four obvious names to offer Canelo, but I swear it was like he, he, he listened to the entire episode. Um... And I don't know. I mean, just hearing it from the executive of Showtime now, it, it hurts. It really does hurt. I mean, I know you guys don't care because a lot of you dudes are man fans. You just, you know, you care. You're more trolls than boxing fans. So it's like, oh, if Canelo is bothering everyone by doing this, then I'm going to roll with that because I want to be the troll. I want I want to laugh at everybody who's upset. And, and that's cool. You know, you, you whack. You know, real boxing fans, though, real boxing fans, we're hurt. We wanted, I wanted Earl Canelo. I wanted Charlo Canelo. I wanted Benavides Canelo. I wanted Plant Canelo. I want that more than I want Bivol and fucking Better Beef, I tell you that right now. So, you know, to hear Showtime, es Steven Espinoza saying that, that that they have an unlimited amount of fights for, for Canelo over there, it fucking hurts. It really does. Now, I, I'm not going to forget what Jay Will said. You know, it, it was an unrealistic schedule. Absolutely. Unrealistic schedule to hacks a superstar to, to face Plant, then Charlo, then Benavidez. Um, but doesn't that even make the deal sweeter if you're Canelo? That means you can get those three plus three in-betweens, you know? Um, so, you know, you do Plant. Then you get a mandatory, let's say. Then you do Benavidez, who is a mandatory. 
you know? So you, you handle your next mandatory in Benavidez, but that's a big fight. And then, you know, I meant Charlo. You do Charlo, so you do, you do plant, then you do a mandatory. Then you do Charlo to set you up for that UWBC mandatory. Maestro, what up? If you avail, baby, you know you can jump on and rock out. So, yeah, man. Interesting, interesting um, morning, right? A lot of great news to discuss. And uh, just time now to, to see how these things play out. Who does what? Who takes which fight? You know? So, yeah, this is where we are. Earl Spence saying he will retire Manny Pac-Man Pacquiao. You know, uh, do we believe that? Do we believe that? Do we believe that? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, especially not after the last three performances. He would have to totally beat him down uh, if he doesn't get a stop. It's got to be, like, so one-sided. He's putting so many hands on Manny that... You know, he decides to retire. He just looks at it. He's like, wow, I was outgunned. I, uh, this guy was faster than me. He was bigger than me. He was stronger than me. You know, uh, that's the only way I see him retiring Manny. And even and even, and even, even that, I think that Manny's done so much for this sport that somebody, somebody will give him a, a swan song fight. You know, someone will allow him to go out on a win. Some promoter will make the Manny Pacquiao last fight so that he could go out on the win. I mean, I would do that for Manny. If I were a promoter, I would do that for Manny, you know? Look, you lost to Earl. Here's another fight. Let's put you in there with Ivan Redcatch. You know, let's put you in there with, like, Danny. And and you go out on the win. I don't know. Danny's the wrong name. Maybe maybe Lamont Peterson. You know, put you in there with Lamont and you, you go out on the win, you know? Um... That's a better way. We got C-Dub with the first super chat of the day. 199. He says, Ness, surprised Nello don't want hardest riches. I mean, you know, you're, you're kind of assuming, right? Like, he doesn't want a four-fight deal. We don't know that he don't want those same fighters. Um... You know, we don't know that he doesn't want those same fights. He just don't want to be locked in. You know what I mean? He don't want to be dictated to. Yeah, Raw Dog. See, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Like, why can't he get a red catch? He's Manny Pacquiao, and he just fought two of this generation's youngest, most exciting welterweights. And if he loses to Earl, why can't we give him red catch? See, this is what I'm saying. You boxing fans, man, that's why I want China in the ring. Y'all never been in the ring, so y'all talk shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, red catch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No way. Oh, shut your ass up. Get in the ring and swing, man. Have you fought? Do you know what it is? Red catch will put all types of little scrappy paws on your ass, man. Um, What up, G-Funky? You ain't never been on the panel, man. What's up? You ready? You ready to rock out? Make your, your grand... Uh, it's not a rival. Debut, you know? 
266 people watching live Breakfast Club of Boxing. You already know the voice of the people. There is no equal. Hit that thumbs up button and spread the word. Let them know. We're talking boxing seven days a week, sometimes two times a day. Guaranteed two times a day on a Thursday. You already know. 9 a.m. and 7 p.m. It's going down right here at theboxingvoice.com. And we got a second super chat from A-Zap. A-Zap Sam. He ain't with the ASAP crew. He ain't part of the ASAP Rocky and them. He's A-Zap. You know what I'm saying? They probably stole his name. That's what I'm being told. Bob not paying anybody for Bud's last top-ranked fight. Yeah, I, I agree. He's not going to pay anyone out of the top-ranked network. That's why the Saperas and whatever options are on that side probably are more realistic. He only announced that he'll be back real soon. Didn't really say when. Didn't really say with who. So, that's where we're at. But Azap Sam, shout out to you. You know? Shout out to you. So, yeah, man. I mean, look, I want to hear your thoughts as well on this Mikey Regis. Regis on his Instagram. I don't know if he's uh, speaking, believing it, receiving it. Trying to, you know, breathe life into a fight with him and Mikey. But he... Put Regis versus Mikey uh, to TBA to be announced. So I'm like, oh, okay. Matter of fact, let me show y'all, right? Show y'all better than I can tell you. And let's see, did he take it down, right? Maybe he got, maybe he got the call. Like, yo, bruh, you wasn't supposed to announce that. You wasn't supposed to announce that. Was his name Regis? Regis Ruguru, Ruguru. Here he goes, right here. Yep, he ain't take it down. Damn, and that sucks. It only got a thousand views, bro. 1.5, 70 likes, one quote retweet. Oh, he changed the caption for them. This is their job for me. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Let me see. Did he post the twat? Nah, here it goes. Here goes the other one right here. 20. Okay, this one got more traction. 16,000 views, 145 retweets, and 700 hearts. Okay, Regis. Okay, I'm going to add to it again. So, uh, right here, I'm screen sharing now. And you can see uh, from this video, he says, Regis Progres, and he puts himself as the A-side. This is another reason why I don't believe it. Yesterday, my co-producer was like, yo, you coming back with this Regis Mikey show? And I'm like, look, I love Regis. I'm not saying he's a liar. I just don't believe him. I don't believe this is true. Like, why would he get... The rights to announce it. Why would he be first on this on the name? Like, I I don't believe. It. I think he's speaking it, believing it, and receiving it. But as you can see from this post, he says Regis versus Mikey date to be announced. So I hope that it's true. It's a fantastic fight. I just feel like, really, is 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 that what Mikey's gonna do after waiting damn near two years for Pacquiao? Like, is he all of a sudden gonna take a tough fight with Regis? Because if you're going to go to 140, you might as well fight Tank on pay-per-view. <laughs> I don't know who's advising Mikey, but you know what I'm saying? I don't know. If you're going to be at 140, you might as well fight Tank at pay-per-view. I just don't really understand. You and Tank in October, back in Atlanta. <whistles> I'm in there. I'm in there. We got Chief Red. Who says, grab the pitchforks and the torches. We're, we're rioting for the 154-pound rematch. Yeah, I mean, look, we'll talk about it. I was actually going to come back with that topic because Brian Castellano believes that 
Jamel doesn't want it, but I'm like, do we continue to talk about Jamel four days in a row? I don't know. It was really up to y'all, but I guess we are because he super chatted. And I seen an article where Castaño says Jamel's energy ain't the same. You know, he says like he didn't sound like he wanted the rematch. I want the immediate rematch. You know, um, and people on the internet, they're like, look at the picture. Look at the picture that was took. One dude's very disappointed. And the other dude is content. You know, the other dude has a smile. Um, but you interpret that the way you want. What, what, what you can't do is not hit that thumbs up button. You must hit that thumbs up button if you're watching this show right now. I don't care if you're laying on your bed. Get up, roll over, grab the phone, hit the thumbs up, spread the word. We rocking out. Every single morning talking boxing, solo dolo, Scarface, no Manolo. Ness definitely doesn't forget about y'all. You know, making sure to give you the boxing talk in your ear, Craig Mack style, every morning. Whether there's a team or no team, whether it's rain or shine, you know I'm here. You can count on Ness to talk boxing every single day. The passion is uh, real. That being said... Um, I reposted a bunch of, not reposted, I posted a bunch of pictures that I took from that night or those nights at the event Saturday and Friday in Atlanta. Uh, if you're if you're a follower of the Boxing Voices Instagram, check it out. You could also click the pay-per-view link. The playback uh, on demand is available. So you can see uh, some of the talent. We will be featuring... Um, I, my new friend, uh, Amasil Jimenez. I got to learn how to always say Jimenez. I, 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 I'm so American, I'll be saying Jimenez. Uh, so Amasil Jimenez will be on the show tomorrow. 13-time national uh, heavyweight champion. 16-year-olds, he won the, 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 the state Golden Gloves. Uh, you know, he, he won the qualifier and was representing Puerto Rico. And uh, now he's pro, 2-0 two KOs, uh, Tennessee stand up. Y'all got another one in case plant drops the ball. Y'all got another one. Y'all got another one. Stand up. It's my man's in them first ever. And I'm so happy, you know, they're like out of other podcasts. We the first one to discover this kid, man. First ever Mexican Puerto Rican heavyweight. He don't even understand what he is. He's gold. He's fucking gold. Mexican Puerto Rican Heavyweight? Oh, Lord. H- have you ever heard of such a thing? It was like a unicorn when I, w- when I seen him. But I'm like, what? And then I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, there's no way this kid knows English and Spanish. Boom. English and Spanish in the, in the post fight. And he took that page out of my book because I met him in the weigh-in. And I'm like, listen, you got to do your post fight in English and Spanish. You got to have both flags. You got to rep both sides. They're the hugest demographics in boxing. The hugest demographics to support. To support. You know what I'm saying? Well, I guess that's arguable because when Mayweather fights, he's got the best numbers. But nonetheless, we know how it is with Puerto Rico. We know how it is with Mexico. And uh, this is a fantastic combination. Then Cherry on top is he's a heavyweight, which brings the casuals out crazy his sister sings so as long as he keeps growing uh she can be doing the national anthems for him 
and it'll be a family affair. He's trained by his father, and uh, he'll be on the show tomorrow, man. So definitely tune in tomorrow. We're going to put out a post if you want to ask him some questions because uh, this kid is a star in the making, without a doubt, in my mind, just the style alone. Uh, I would like to see him implement a little more jabs, but, you know, when you know you got that big-ass power. Yes, Bo! Yes! Yes! Can you believe how small the world is? Yes. His other sister, his other sister is married to Sonny Kanto. Can y'all believe that shit? Like, they were supposed to fight in the amateurs, and then his sister moved to Jersey, met Sonny, scrap, scrap that fight! You ain't fighting my baby no more. <laughs> so, yo, what a crazy story, right? Like, boxing is such a drama fucking soap opera. Like, could you imagine? You about to be, you lined up. You know, they give you your opponent. You know you fighting. And all of a sudden, your sister hits you like, no. That's my new boyfriend. <laughs> yo, boxing, bro. You can't, you can't make this shit up. So now he's Sonny Kanto's brother-in-law. Another heavyweight. Crazy. What would that fight be worth to top rank in the world? As they get bigger, right? And and that story gets out more, that these two heavyweights are intertwined by a sister who's married to a potential opponent. I love it. I don't know that they'll do it because of the, you know, the love for the sister, but... It's a crazy storyline that they can use to promote these two young men without a world title. You understand what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you need a belt or a regional belt to promote, and and, and storyline sometimes is all you need. You know what I mean? Like, we were doing the telecast in Atlanta, and, 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 and Mario, uh, not me, but Mario kept getting messages about that, like, how people were entertained with the way we were commentating because of the backstory that we were able to produce for almost every fighter, you know, we really had deep conversations with them to be able to pull little tidbits from their life, you know what I mean? Um, like that kid, Bradley Ol Ol Olmeda, Olmeda. Uh, I want to follow him too, man. Six years in prison, three years on a bracelet, and, 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 and his parole officer has allowed him to go out of the country two times. She's taken his bracelet off two times just so he could box, and he's come back. He ain't going to run. He ain't dip off. And uh, I just think it's an amazing story. Congratulations to Bradley. I know that um, yesterday, actually, the bracelet got took off after three years. Uh, Monday was supposed to be the final day. Uh, so he went back home with a win. You know, gets to, be, gets to go to Puerto Rico, uh, 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 international champion. And uh, gets to get that bracelet cut off. So I, I, I look to see a lot more from Bradley on Meda. Fantastic stories, man. Fantastic stories that wouldn't otherwise get highlighted. Uh, and I think that's the importance of bringing in a team like the Boxing Voice to some of these club shows, man. What the hell would you be listening to? Are you just looking at the fight? like, And then you don't, you don't know them. It just doesn't make any sense, man. Uh, but shout out to TriStar Promotions, Southpaw Promotions, taking that chance and uh, making their event great. But back to this morning's news. I'm going to go ahead and open up these phone lines. Uh, 1425-569-5241. Remember, we're talking Terrence Crawford announcing, I'll be back real soon with a little shh emoji. Flexing. Who do you think he's fighting? A lot of rumors, heavy rumors that it's Sepera. 
I mean, I say if it's going to be Cepeda, it might, be, might as well be Regis. At least Regis had energy for him. I know that's kind of dissipated and disappeared, but uh, I'm sure we can uh, rekindle that fire that he had once upon a time for Terrence Crawford. Um, and we're talking Earl Spence saying he's going to retire the legend, the legenda who's actually, uh, you know, money's coming in on Pacquiao and this fight is getting closer and closer uh, to being an even fight. Very, very interesting. Uh, and, uh, and then our third subject is obviously, do you believe Regis? Do you think that Regis really has the Mikey fight? And I don't know, the date will be announced soon. Um, I think my biggest issue with that is like no one else picked it up, right? No boxing scene, no ESPNs, no DAZN boxing, nobody. I'm just like, damn, why they be doing Regis like that? First, first when he said all the stuff he said about Heyman, uh, Leonard checked him and then he took it down. So it's like, damn, can we believe him and shit? But we going out to College Station, Atlanta. That's right. Shout out to Atlanta, man. Uh, you know the number to call in, one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Press 1, one time. Voice your opinion right here. The Voice of the People hotline. Don't forget to add Nesta Gibbs on Skype. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Rafael, College Station. Bueno dia, what's up? Hell no. Earl Spence ain't going to retire Manny Pacquiao. The last person that said that they're going to retire Manny Pacquiao touched that canvas in round one. And people who don't learn from history are going to repeat it. So Earl taking him, thinking he's going to be easy work, he's going to touch that canvas just like he one time Thurman did. Man, Pacquiao beats two generation welterweights. This generation, he's uh, he's amazing. You know, it's uh, you're gonna be go, and I don't know if you're watching those ES News his, his montage. He's like in the movie, he's getting ready for the big fight, the Ivan Drago fight. You know, he's doing that old school uh, routines. I never seen someone get hit with a with a stick. So just just seeing that kind of technique, I've never seen before. I'm getting excited, Manny Pacquiao. He's going. He's he's locked down. He's in war mode. He's ready to go. All right, all right. But I, I appreciate you taking my comments. Appreciate you, brother. Atlanta, stand up. Yeah, I mean, you know, I seen the stick before. I did see the stick before. That's, you know, if you've been watching HBO, uh, he Justin Fortune loves to hit him with the stick on the abs. I really don't get what it's for. You know, I don't know how you're making abs by beating yourself with a stick. And uh, I guess you're making your abs, your punch resistance to your abs a little bit better because you're beating yourself with a stick. I don't understand. But... He's doing it. He's doing it. Um, let's go to Oklahoma. Izzy in the building. What up? What up? Good morning. Um, I last caller. Uh, I think if Manny, I think win or lose, Manny could retire. Right? Like it ain't, it ain't just about him getting getting defeated. Um, I kind of hope he does. Time to time to let these you know this next generation come on. I like the Sean Porter said on his podcast that uh, Keith Thurman mentioned that if Manny wins, it it you know it tells you the generational difference between Manny's generation and this current generation because 
obviously Manny's 40 something years old now. Um, but I don't know that, I don't know that Errol dictates Manny's, you know, career one way or the other. I think he could win and retire. I hope he does. Or I hope he retires, win or lose. But um, I'm not sure that Errol has much to do with that. That's my call. Thanks, Ness. All right. All right. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, uh, yesterday at 7 p.m., we did Untitled. Uh, it's our YouTube member live only show. It's also uploaded via MP3 with absolutely no ads and video on our Patreon. So if you're a YouTube member, you can watch the playback on YouTube. And if you're a Patreon, you can watch the playback on Patreon. If you wanted to watch it live, you must be a YouTube member at the level of a champion. Right now, I'm putting our Border Wars 12, Watertown, Wisconsin, questions and topics. If you have any questions that you would uh, want discussed on tomorrow, Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time's Border Wars show, please click the link in the chat and put your question and or topic. You can, if you have a question or a topic, maybe you want to discuss the fact that ever since Keem took this fight with Chris Vega, who is known to throw a thousand punches, he's gone completely silent. Or what about the fact that Rel... You know, coming off of a draw with Marvin is fighting Austin's brother. Where Marvin coming off a draw with Rel fought Keem, beat Keem, then is now fighting Anthony in the rematch. Two different paths. Who's really the championship status or caliber fighter? I don't know. I mean, resume means so much to me. Keem's scalp is a big one. Going for Anthony shows cojones. But, listen, that's me. You can drop your topic or question in the link. Border Wars 12, Watertown, Wisconsin. Questions and topics. And join us tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern for some Border Wars talk. We have a bunch of fantastic fights lined up. And I am cooking so many things in the background that I'm pretty sure, like last season, this will be the best one yet. That being said, uh, the number to call in now and Wednesday is one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. If you want to voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline, let me go out to heavyweight. James Payne is my name, partner, how about you? Standing on my property and I'm gonna see about you. If I come out on my porch, I see you chilling in your wheel. Boy, I hope you know somebody better be waiting on the bitch. James Payne, baby, see me pissing on the post. If we're playing basketball, you might see me in the post. TBV, top of the morning, how the audio sound? All good. Man, what's going on this top of the morning to you? This part of waking up. Y'all know the slogan from the 80s, TVV in my cup, man. Shout out to Doomy. Shout out to the community, man. Man, what's the main topic you're talking about today? I just hopped on. Uh, we're talking Earl Spence Jr. saying he'll retire Manny Pacquiao and still wants Bud Crawford. Bud Crawford announces that he'll be back real soon. We're also talking Mikey Garcia, well, rather, Regis 
saying that he and Mikey's date will be announced real soon. All right, so that's good. I, I'm looking forward to that Regis and Mikey uh, contest. I need Regis to, I mean, just put up a shut-up time, man. Let's see if you of that level, if you upper echelon, or if you just going to be a gatekeeper. Let's see what's going on. Mikey, we need to know if you going to, uh, is this going to be a welterweight fight, or is this going to be a 140 fight? This for for Regis? Yes, sir. No information. Again, it's only Regis announcing this on his Instagram, on in his Twitter. Okay. Well, we got some more investigation to do with that. Uh, shout out to Earl Spence. I don't know so much about the retirement talk, but I do think that this is the coup de grace for uh, Mr. Pacquiao, man. I think he needs to fill up those, fill up that, uh, fill up this safety deposit box one more time before we start his presidential campaign in the Philippines. So, uh, you know, he does a lot of things for his country. He has a whole nation behind him. And he has uh, big plans after boxing. So uh, let's go ahead and put a bow on that boxing career. What better way to go out than uh, a, a, handle, a handling at the hands of Earl Spence. And hopefully Earl Spence can get it done. Everything says that he should win. But uh, if anybody can object to that, it would be Pacquiao. But I got Earl on that. That's who I'm going with, Earl Spence. I'm not picking a stoppage. I'm uh, picking it to go decision. And uh, he'll, he'll get that ring belt. And hopefully he's a man of his word and he get that Crawford smoke. I would hate for him to move up without getting that appointment with uh, Bud Crawford. And uh, shout out to TBV once again for making this last weekend in Atlanta spectacular, man. The boxing voice did an amazing job with the commentary on two nights of pay-per-view action from Atlanta's uh, Buckhead Fight Club, man. Shout out to y'all once again. Border Wars, September 18th. Man, TBV for life, man. If you ain't following this channel, if you ain't subscribed, man, you lame as hell. If you really want to be informed on the happenings of this boxing game from the bottom, low level, all the way to the top dogs, you need to subscribe to the Boxing Voice. Follow all the activity on the Boxing Voice. Let's get in this. You got it. James Payne, Tennessee. Yo, and he been told us about I'm a seal, man. But y'all gonna meet him tomorrow. He'll be on. I'll put out a post in case you want to ask any questions. We're going out to New Orleans. That is the home of uh, Regis Progrie. Are you available? New Orleans. JT. So interesting that you come across like a nice guy, but you're really a piece of shit. Hey, that comment. No, that was a piece of fuck you. That was a piece of shit. You know, we're doing live TV. I don't care. What are you going to do about it? I'm killing this motherfucker. Why do you have to talk like that? Well, I'm talking to you the way I want to talk to you. You have a problem? Turn off your station. I'm the best ever. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah. Top of the morning, this. Um, the talk. Uh, Regis, I think that's a good fight between him and um, Mikey Garcia. Um, I take Regis in that fight. I, I think he can overwhelm Mikey. I think he punches harder, faster. Mikey got some good boxing abilities, but I think Regis will, will come out that fight, even though they'll probably pick uh, Mikey as the favorite in that fight. I, I'm moving for Regis for that fight. Uh, I think 
I think Errol Spence can retire Pacquiao. If Errol get in there and put the beating on him, on Pacquiao, like I, I think Errol can. I think this will be uh, Pacquiao last fight. You know, on one call a call, uh, try to compare him to Keith Thurman. He's not no Keith Thurman, two different type of fighters. Always two different styles. I think Errol always had a little more discipline than Keith at a certain time in their career. So I haven't seen Errol really re- really show rust in the ring. So I got Errol. Uh, I think Errol really is stopping her Pacquiao. And um, this might be his last fight because, you know, his wife was concerned about him and stuff like that. She might see that beat and get put on him and tell him, make sure this be his last fight. That's why it was a little resistance on fighting Errol. But, it, but if the arrow, if the arrow that come back, come back in shape and stuff like that, I can see arrow really hurting Pacquiao. Uh, what's oh oh Bud Crawford? Uh, Bud, I hope he fights somebody. Um, oh also with Errol Spence, he said he want Pacquiao, then he want that Bud Smoke. I believe him, as long as he stay consistent on that word. You know, hey, that's another big exciting fight. You know, so we can't go back and say oh Errol was ducking him at this time and all that. He go, he go keep his word. He said after he cleared up this side of the street, he go go over there and um check Bud. But uh, I hope Bud do fight somebody, not no uh, 140 pounders. I hope we fight 147 pounders, shock us with 154, shake it up a little bit. But uh, I definitely want him to see him fight no 140 pounders. Um, besides all that, that's all I got. That's all the topics, that's Yep. All right, then. That's all I got. All right. Uh, we're gonna keep these lines moving. Looking like we got Keem in Florida. Keem in Florida, are you available? All right. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You say you know boxing? Yeah. What is it? Maybe I don't know. Tell me what a pool counter is. Pool counter? I've never heard that term before. <laughs> your term. You must have been big. No, fair shake. HBO needs to fire you. You don't know shit about boxing. You ain't shit. Oh, well, you sound very far. Hello? Hello? Yes. Nah. Nah, you, we can't hear you, King. See, this is why I'm on here. I ain't got good. Oh, there you go. You hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, I said, why are you trying to slander my name? Tell me I'm going silent, man. Don't be doing that. I mean, have you gone silent or have you gone silent? Nah, I'll be on there, man. What you talking about? I'll be on, on the border war shows. You'll be on there, but You just don't but get to me in time, man. I'll be falling asleep. There you go. But I'll be, be on, on there. there. I'll be on there. But you ain't been talking. Nah, man, you take too long to get to me, man. You be two hours in and you want to go to go to the fighters. Or you let Jose get on and talk for 1,700 minutes. No, you lost, you know, man. You ain't the same star you was. You got to get back in the <laughs> win column. I, I got you. Jose, I got you. Coming, Jose 3-0, man. and 0, man. Jose's 3-0. 3-0 from a whole nother generation to go, though, man. It's a whole new crop of fighters, man. Yo, man, he 3-0. But um, but now nah, listen, I'm 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 gonna call in, man. I'm gonna call in tonight, man. Just make sure you get me, bro. I got you. Uh, it's actually Wednesday though, all right? Wednesday, every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Wednesday, every Wednesday, 7 p.m. is the schedule. Trying to keep it and and see how good we can be with it. 
so that, you know, it becomes something. Because we were doing Saturdays, and you guys, you know, a lot of people work, so they're like, oh, who's going to wake up Saturday at 9 a.m.? Ness does. That's who. We're going to the landlord. I know you always just listening, but you just never know. You never know. Landlord on Skype, just listening, looks that way. In the meantime, look like, I think we got Chicago in the building, right? Is that Chicago? Nah. Let me see. Oh, that's Atlanta. We got Rick. Rick, is it Rick? It is Rick and ATL. What up? Yo, what up, Ness? You hear me? Perfect. All right. Buenos dias, muchacho. Man, I was trying to come out there and see y'all in the ATL Buckhead Fight Club, man. I live just like uh, 15, 20 minutes north of that right there. Nice. Um, yeah, man, my wife, wifey was all pregnant and feeling sick and, you know, I had shit going on. I couldn't make it. But next time y'all in the ATL, man, even in the daytime when y'all hanging out, even if I'm working, whatever, I want to stroll through and see y'all. For sure. But, um, yeah, Regis Progre and Mikey Garcia, I love that fight. I think uh, Regis Progre is real good, so I don't know what's going to happen. I think he could win that. And, yeah, man, I think Errol Spence Jr. could uh, just really put a hurting on Pacquiao, man. I think Pacquiao's rolling the dice, taking one last big bet on himself, but I think it's dangerous, man. I think Earl Spence might just uh, beat him up bad, so I don't know. But anyhow, shout out to Lidlow and, and Decatur where it's greater. And I hope to see y'all next time y'all in ATL, man. For sure, Rick. Maestro, what's going on, my friend? Bueno dia. And uh, yeah, man, do you need me to run down the topics? I seen you in the in the, in the chat, so I don't I was, know. I was listening to the topics. Thank you for having me on again. It's always great to be on with the uh, valedictorian and captain of his high school debate team, Mr. <laughs> Nestor Gibbs. Yo, yo, I used to be on the debate team. <laughs> I could go. I could go. You know, the other thing, too, I got I got to give a shout out to my brother, Joe Joyce. There's a little bit of a resemblance. Oh, I know it's a little higher, but they say, they say a little Tyrone bit of a resemblance. Have you huh? seen Tyrone Sponge? They say I look like Tyrone, yo. Okay, okay. But now, nah, Joyce, too, back I think on the Saturday. Gentleman. Yeah, he is, man, versus Tackham. So, such a such an unfortunate situation. No promotion for that fight, man. And they're not, they're not giving it to us Americans, bro. Thank you for bringing that up. Like, bro, what in the world is Frank Warren Promotions doing with Joe Joyce? And how is Sam Jones, the manager, allowing no U.S. television? I agree. I mean, when I signed up for ESPN+, Plus. You know, I'm not going to complain too much because they're not charging that much at the end of the day. What is it? Five dollars a month. But ninety nine plus tax. Five ninety nine plus tax. Five ninety nine plus tax. OK, so let's call that what, like six fifty close to seven. Let's just round it up seven. to seven. But at the beginning, like most of the Frank Warren BT shows were on ESPN plus. Right. And they were also showing us like the Tim Zoo fights on the regular. Then they missed one. Uh, and now. You know they had they had another fight uh, last week or was it the week before the week before with uh, Arthur King Arthur the light heavyweight he was fighting that wasn't on you got had the Canelo uh, number one contender he was fighting that wasn't on it was on the same card and now this fight isn't on and like Joe Joyce to me people might think I'm crazy but I think he's the third best heavyweight in the UK 
Oh, after oh. Josh, after Joshua and Fury, I have him ahead of Dillian White after after the, the knockout loss he sustained to Povetkin. Um, because that was supposed to be a cherry pick. Let's be honest, he was supposed to win that fight, and he got laid out. I wouldn't you call know? that a cherry pick in any sort of form or fashion. Uh, I think that people downplayed Povetkin uh, because they were upset that Dillian never took that Luis Ortiz fight, right? So it's like, you call one dude old and doesn't speak English, then you fight another dude that's old and doesn't speak English. But Povetkin was always a viable opponent. We seen what I he agree. did in the Joshua fight, and we seen what he done to David Dillian Price. White. You know, forget David Price, because he's like the Amir Khan of the heavyweight division. He stayed getting knocked out. Uh, but, yo, I was impressed what he did to Dillian White, man. Um, and Dillian was beating him. That's that knockout from the year. Yeah. Knockout of the year. The way he came back after getting a drop twice. And then it wasn't a lucky punch. He dipped the fake to the body and then hit him with that vicious shot. The only reason I kind of see it as a cherry pick, maybe I got to alter it and then not say cherry pick, is just because, let's be honest, he didn't look that good to me against Michael Hunter. And he didn't look that good to me against Huey Fury going into that fight. And yeah, I, I but... felt like they, they picked him. For Dillian to look good against, and Dillian was kind of looking good against him for a minute. Nah, Maestro, come on, bro. Yo, Huey is one of the most awkward, difficult styles. He's a he's a boxer first. He's on his toes and on the back foot. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to look, look at the fight with, with Huey and Pulev. It's hard to to, to 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 look good against Huey, and then Hunter is another awkward dude. Look at he gave Usyk all sorts of problems. I think un, Hunter is underrated. Hunter is underrated. Hunter's been in the gym with Fury multiple times. He's fought Fury multiple times in the amateur, and he sparred with Wilder multiple times because they were both. He was the super heavyweight. So, like, I think Hunter's underrated. What I what I what I'm afraid of is that as of late he's been wearing a knee brace out of nowhere. Out of nowhere he's wearing a knee brace as a heavyweight. I don't know, you know, uh, you know, especially an athletic one because he's not a power puncher. He's an athletic heavyweight, you know. So it's uh, it, it scared me. Wanna, he also didn't seem to want to fight uh, Hergovic for a mandatory shot, which I was kind of. I can't believe sus. you, yo. You you are at least you're consistent. At least you're consistent. You don't care. And let me just explain to the audience. Um, Maestro doesn't care what the money is. And what the circumstances are. He only cares that you vacated or avoided a title shot. You look at it so black and white. And Eddie offered him shit offers. What are you supposed to do? Like, you're just going to take a, a, a horrible deal because Eddie wants to take you to purse bid? Like, they're, they're strong arming you. Like, you have to stand your ground. And then, let me tell you, right, like. And it can be looked at as a duck, but it wasn't for Andre, right? When Andre decided to sign with DAZN and finally have a promoter that believed in him, we all congratulated him. Yeah, man, you, you're with DAZN and Eddie. He's going to get you the big fight. Fast forward, he ain't get it, but at least Andre's been making money. you telling me Michael Hunter, who would answer Eddie's call at, on, on, on the drop of a dime and say, yeah, I'll fill in, filled in two shows. Two of his shows weren't even scheduled. He would step in. Like, how do you sign me and you don't have nothing planned for me? I'm just the step-in guy. So on top, on top of showing you I'm the step-in guy and I can be a team player, you cut me. You cut me after a draw, right? 
And now, in a purse bid situation, you want me to take a miserable deal? No, now I got Trilla gave me a full fight deal. I'm fighting some old dude named Mike Wilson for some good money in Madison Square Garden. I'll build myself and my profile like Wilder did, and I'll be an undefeated American heavyweight. Obviously, he has a loss at Cruiserweight. But, yeah, I mean, everybody got to do what's right for them from a business standpoint, especially if you ain't on that level. And and, and uh, Michael Hunter's not... He's not like you said. He's not top three. He's not top four. It's arguable that he's seven or eight because, you know, you got Andy and Dillian and Lewis and, and Pavekin and Wilder and Fury and AJ. It's a lot of names that go in there. Who we started out talking about, Joe Joyce. And Joyce. Joyce. Joyce is definitely with the win over Dubois, his Brian Jennings win. He's starting to you know, become someone that we must look at, but he's still a little bit behind right now. Yeah, he's a little bit behind. I mean, he's got to get his shot, though, soon uh, if you're in his shoes because of his age. I mean, he's in his mid-30s already, and uh, they've put him in a position now to fight, if not for a title, for some kind of uh, mandatory spot. Uh, I think he's online to fight the winner of a of AJ and, uh, and um, Usyk, right? because he was trying to get a fight with Usyk. So he's got to shoot his shot. You know, he's a big, tall guy. He's got slow hands, but he's got pretty good feet. You know, he's got a capoeira background. It's a six foot seven, six foot six, definitely over a 260 pound guy that can do cartwheels and backflips. He's a good athlete. And what I like about him for the heavyweight division is one, he's got a really good chin. And two, he's got. Uh Uh-oh, he froze up on us. He must've got a call on Skype. So, uh, I like Joyce too, man. You know, he showed a fantastic jab in that Dubois fight. He basically 